Good evening. Welcome to the Mr. Irrelevant Podcast. It is Thursday, September 7th. I'm your host, Jamie Mottram. And joining me on the phone from the Burgundy blog and the Burgundy blog cast. I'm having a hard time talking tonight. I think I'm too excited about the start of the NFL season. But on the pod, making this triumphant return, it's Britton Portis. <laughs> hey, Jamie. What's up, man? Hey, dude. So, yeah, there's a game on TV. Well, not it's not on just yet. Uh, last I looked, Mark Wahlberg was yelling into a microphone. Um, <laughs> something about the Patriots being champions. It's pretty exciting, man. Football's baby. I am excited. Now, I'm going to ask you like a totally unexciting and actually kind of like uh, not depressing, but maybe it's, it, it, it maybe would <laughs> knock people back a little bit. Who do you think is a better quarterback? Who would you rather have for 2017? Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith? Huh. Um, that's a pretty good question in the sense that I don't immediately have an obvious answer. Um, but I think I would lean cousins. However, you know, I, I see why you asked because they're, they're comparable. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of knocks me back because I think they're right in that like totally middle ground among starting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody kind of, you know, shits on Alex Smith, like including the chiefs. Yeah. Who's, who's, yeah. When did, yeah. What did they draft Mahomes at? Was it 10th overall? Nah, a little, I think it was a little after that, but it was first round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enough about the Chiefs and their quarterback. Um, we've got a game on Sunday. Redskins-Eagles, FedEx Field. Uh, the Skins have won five straight against Philly, which is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, f- I, I don't feel good about this game, mostly because <laughs> like, the preseason has got me down. You know? like, yeah. yep. I feel like there's a lot of bad vibes. You don't seem too concerned. Mm-hmm. You did a nice... Um... You did a nice pod recently on your bad vibes and, uh, <laughs> and communicated them effectively. But, but um, I, weren't you recently accusing me of being down, on, you know, the, of my tweets seeming to indicate uh, discouragement and well, depression? Well, I think that was fresh because it was like right out of the week, yeah. the third preseason game. You're right. It was. Yep. And I feel like you were in a dark place. It was like, it was a little, <laughs> it was a little fresh. Yeah. Uh, I think I've rebounded a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, I think you're right. I'm not, um, you know, I think basically the gist of that, is, I had a little bit of discussion about this on Twitter today because mm-hmm. I, somebody asked me sort of what my realistic expectations for the season were. And I kind of like, you know, off the cuff, spit out some probabilities of various wins ranging from six to 10 and mm-hmm. basically implying that I think that they're probably in terms of record still somewhere in the neighborhood of last year and, and likely very close to, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine wins. And, um, you know, a couple people said, uh, you know, you're, you're, too, you're, you're, you're too down on them. And then a lot of people said, wow, you're wildly optimistic, including Turl. <laughs> Matt Turl. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> Matt calling you wildly optimistic probably means that you're cal- you're calibrated correctly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess if I got anything else from him, it would just be really bizarre, but well, um, you said something. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, though. I think I've rebounded maybe a touch. I mainly just because after the you know after the preseason has had a chance to run its course, and indeed it was pretty ugly for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I kind of just reminded myself that um, you know that preseason is is very frequently extremely misleading in both directions for every team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had some injuries, but like nothing major. I, you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. Trent Murphy yeah. or, or um, Phil Taylor. I mean, guys go down. It's right. not you know Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, you said something though that like kind of brought me back to the middle ground. It was something like anybody who's like suddenly predicting 
you know, five and eleven or six and ten is putting way too much emphasis on fake games. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of that describes me pretty accurately at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, um, I'm not the sort to just totally dismiss the preseason. I don't think it's worthless, but I just think you have to make sure you don't let it, you know, uh completely revolutionize your expectations. Okay, so all that said, just if you put aside the preseason and bad vibes or whatever, I just generally don't feel good about the Redskins in week one, especially yeah. against a division rival. Yep. So my hopes are not high for this game. Uh, right. What What are you expecting? Yeah, I think, uh, gosh, I mean, it's hard to predict anything other than a really close game, basically, in every Redskins game. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think it probably will be, but you know, it's interesting that we kind of, I, 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 in a, in a sense, I have that sort of same like gist. It's just like, oh man, it's like week one. This is a big game. Everyone's gonna, you know, dynasty. What happens? It's a division rival, so obviously we're gonna lose. But you know, Red, you mentioned mentioned earlier, have won five games in a row against the Eagles. So it's not like it's it might be a little irrational for us to have just just that that you know fear kind of for no other reason than mm-hmm. the fact that that it's the eagles <laughs> so I, I i certainly don't think that the redskins are going to walk in there and dominate but um yeah i mean i'm, I'm reasonably confident i think that i think are the eagles uh i don't know actually a slight favorite aren't they i don't even know i should know this i would think i think it's, it's like I a one point like, i think the eagles are like one point favorite i was gonna say it would be in pu- that push territory like a point yeah. one way or the other uh, I think generally the I Eagles are regarded the as like a superior win. team. Like I think generally coming yeah. in, like if you looked at everybody's predictions or you know, projected win totals, the Eagles would be slightly ahead of the Skins, mm-hmm. but it is in DC. Yeah. What about like individual matchups or even like you know entire sides of the ball? Do you see uh, where it's really you know dominated one way or the other? Yeah, I think. Um, I I have you know one one of the things that I was nervous about. Uh, regarding the Redskins in the preseason was the offensive line. And we talked about this last time too. They just didn't seem like they were clicking and something doesn't seem quite right. And I, that's kind of one thing that I do fear and sort of expect is going to carry over a little bit into week one, because they just haven't been sharp. Spencer Long's been out for a couple of weeks, although he's in practice this week. Um, oh, is he going to play? Is he, just, is he, yeah, he I th- it's looking, they don't know for sure, but it, I think he's probably going to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, you know, I guess helps, but he could have a little rust. And I, I continue to worry a little bit. Um, Sheriff might not be 100%. But sure. anyway, sure. My, my, my biggest – Sheriff, Sheriff, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, my, 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 uh, I mean, I think the bigger deal there is that the, defensive, uh, the Eagles' defensive line is just pretty badass. So they've got, like, Fletcher Cox, who's just a stud. Um, and then they added uh, Timmy Jernigan, who's like a really good penetrating sort of three-technique type tackle. And then Vinnie Curry and Brandon Graham are returning vets for the Eagles who are good players. And then they drafted Derek Barnett, um, mm-hmm. who had that insane production in the SEC and looks awesome in the preseason. So that is just like a ton of talent up front for them. And if the Redskins don't get, get it rectified with the offensive line, toot sweet, that's going to be a big problem. Excellent use of toot sweet. Uh, minor update on the uh, season opener. A young woman just sang the national anthem. I have no idea who it was. Um, what about the other way? Is there, is there like a side or a matchup where the Redskins are kind of, you know, heavily advantaged? Yeah, I would, I think it should be the, the, the Redskins receivers having an advantage over the Eagles defensive backs, Mm -hmm. um, which were pretty bad last year. 
And they did go out and recently trade for Ronald Darby from the Bills, who's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if, if Doxon is indeed healthy and if Pryor has figured out this sort of chemistry thing with Cousins, I mean, who knows? But in theory, from a talent standpoint, the Redskins should be able to take advantage of their receivers against, you know, and plus Jordan Reed against that Eagles secondary. I, I know that we can have no expectations for Doxon. But right. what are you expecting out of Reed in week one? Like, is Reed going, is he at full health? Or is it going to be like yeah. like peak Reed? Or is this going to be like, you know, Reed who's kind of like working his way back? Right. It's kind of mysterious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's back. I think from a health standpoint, that toe is probably not going to be 100% all year. But, you know, I mean, he's apparently he's looking pretty good in practice, pretty normal. He had like one or two catches in that pre- last preseason, or in the third preseason game, didn't he? Um you know, and he, he just kind of looked like himself. So uh, I, I think if, if he's not if he if he's not just a total dominator, it's probably going to be more because I expect the Eagles are going to game plan him big time. Um, I hope there's at least one occasion, hopefully multiple occasions, where you break out the Jordan Reed joystick uh, graphic, <laughs> easy on button, the Burgundy Blog Twitter account. <laughs> Yeah, I'll is that what try. it is? The easy button? Um, I just yeah. I just can picture like a joystick with like his head superimposed. I know what it means. You know, <laughs> I um, asked I asked the guy. You know, I just that that idea sort of occurred to me last year, and I asked the guy who's really good with the graphics to make that. But it just it just kind of spoke to me. I mean, he's it's like he's he's instant offense. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's he is just the easy button for Jay Gruden and for Kirk. You know, Kirk needs him. Kirk is a a markedly different quarterback with and without him. And um, Reed Reed is like that easy button. So. Uh, hopefully he is healthy. I think you know the offense is really going to depend heavily on him. They just did the Patriots. I, w- I was listening to you, but they also just did the Patriots uh, offensive, you know, uh, introductions during the game here on mm-hmm. on NBC. I love that they do the Pro Football Focus ranks for every single player, like as they're doing <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's like Tom yeah. Brady, like number two among all quarterbacks on PFF. Love that. Yeah, it's nice to be able to sort of quantify him. Yeah, and I think like the average fan has no idea what PFF is. You know, I feel like right. it's like kind of learning people up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Carson Wentz? Can the Redskins get to Carson Wentz and make his life miserable? Because I, I would love nothing more than for him to come out and look like bad rookie Carson Wentz. Yeah. Well, you know, in um, in the in the two games uh, between these teams last year, Ryan Kerrigan had three sacks, and. Um, I think that was in one of those games. He really beat up on the guy that was backing up Lane Johnson. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. JV or something. He the guy was totally just looking JV the whole game. Yeah, it was obvious. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Johnson's back, and so the Eagles have a you know, arguably if not the best, one of the best tackle tandems in the NFL, assuming that they're healthy. And if you know Peters is old now, so he he may fall off a cliff soon. But um, you know, it won't be easy. But um, I think that you know it might. Hopefully, Kerrigan could have another big game, and then the wild card, of course, is Gallette. Yeah. So, what's the expectation for him? I mean, is he? Do you think he's going to get a bunch of snaps? I, I haven't really followed up on this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know either. But they're 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 being kind of secretive about the plan. But I I don't really I don't think he's going to be a three down player. I think mm-hmm. Preston Smith is going to get the start, and I suspect they'll probably use. Galette more as a situational rusher and sort of a third down specialist, at least in the early part of the year. But, um, you know, he's supposedly he's full go uh, past, you know, he's obviously through all the Achilles stuff. And then he had the hamstring recently, but um, it sounds like he's pretty, pretty darn close to a hundred. So uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see reason, you know, if he's indeed a hundred, there's, there's obviously the big two years worth of rust factor, but mm-hmm. I think it's totally fair to, um, 
you know, hope for big things for him. I mean, he's, he's just such a high ceiling player. Yeah, the tears of rust thing's a big deal. I feel like if I like don't go for a run for two weeks, like going for a run is just death. <laughs> oh yeah, man, never mind. Like, yeah, <laughs> trying to rush the quarterback forty times a game. It's um, like you've never done it before. That would be wonderful if he came all the way back though, and there was like yeah. him and Kerrigan, you know, bookend type pass rush. Yeah, uh, I mean, and I you know, like, we've had that like Trent Murphy uh, and, fans, and Preston Smith. Fans are but, pretty like, down on. Yeah, fans fans are, are pretty down on Preston Smith because mm-hmm. uh, he was just sort of underwhelming last year. But mm-hmm. I think he's quietly, you know, I'm, I'm hearing and reading, et cetera, that um, you know he looks a little bit faster, maybe, and and kind of ready. You know, who knows? I think with him, really, it's sort of a focus slash, you know, ethic and motivation kind of thing because mm-hmm. he's got all these tools. But um, I, I'm not, you know, he might he might uh, realize at this point in his third year that he needs to start, you know, kicking ass if he wants a big contract. So. Um, you know, he, he might turn out to be a really good player this year. He could use a rebranding. I feel like anybody named Preston is just not yeah. going to be a mean linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like Preston's like one of those kids in like my <laughs> three-year-old's preschool class, you know, like that sort of thing. Uh, also, by the way, I'm a little salty because on the, on the Patriots first drive, I haven't seen one, uh, Gillisley or Burkhead sighting, both of guys who I invested in heavily in fantasy. Uh-oh. It's been Uh-oh. all all James White. This is not good. Really, I might be I might be losing a fair amount of money this year. Um, <laughs> all right, so what's the, can you give me a score prediction for for Sunday? And and if you nail it, then we'll celebrate. And if you don't, we'll, it'll just be forgotten in time. I think the Redskins will squeak it out, twenty four twenty one. I'd be so happy. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know unlikely it could happen i just yeah, i'm not yeah. i just i'm feeling bad i feel, no, I, feel I, like, think it's, I think it's pretty close to a coin flip see i feel like whether it's close in the end i think the eagles are going to come out and dominate and like the redskins mm-hmm. are going to have one of those first halves you know like they pretty mm-hmm. much had for the whole preseason <laughs> um yep. yeah and like we're all going to be upset and it's going to be ugly on twitter uh, but anyway, I'd like to live in your reality, in your predicted future. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, come on in. It's nice here. Oh, wait a minute. We have a goal line situation. There might be a Gillisley sighting. Oh, uh, uh, is that him? Oh, it is him. Touchdown. I feel great. All of a sudden. Yay, wow. Jamie. This podcast, happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again. Britton Portis, at Burgundy Blog on Twitter, the Burgundy Blogcast on Bumpers and iTunes. You don't really have a burgundy blog anymore, do you? Like the blog's just It's interesting. Somebody called me out on that recently, but you're mm-hmm. right. The the blog itself, burgundyblog.com is pretty pretty much defunct. Mm-hmm. Same I think the same goes for mysteryrelevant.com. I think Yeah. these other things uh kind of killed the blog. Um but yeah. oh well, these other things are pretty great too. Real blogs are like so 2011, man. I know. It was a great time, but you know, things have Macro to change. Macro blogs. <laughs> Macro. Um, oh, wait a minute. The Gillespie touchdown was not, it's called back. It was a flag or something. Cause now I'm looking, I, I, I looked away to focus on our conversation at zero, zero. Well, at least he got the goal line touch. He got the goal line touch. That's a good sign. Yeah, and they just play action. God. All right. I'm not going to swear. All right. Brenton. Thanks, man. Talk soon. Good luck in week. Yeah, one. buddy. Always fun. Thanks. See you, See you later.